the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon and greetings to you. We made it through this week. It is the uh, Friday edition of The Ride Home. It is. Kath, good to see you as well. It's a little humid out there, isn't it? Yeah, I got to be honest with you. I'm a little hot. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little sweaty brow there. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you'd uh, if you'd like to watch the program unfold today, you can do that on Facebook, the ride home with John and Kathy. And uh, I'm looking a little hot, and I don't I don't mean that in a good way. <laughs> That's fine. That's Came it. out wrong, really. That's fine. Um, I took uh, one of our guests yesterday was talking about watching uh, a baseball game, and I took her advice last night and watched the entirety of the pirate game. You did? Yeah, the entire. Oh, I want to hear about that. I don't even know what happened. I didn't oh. listen. I think it's the first game, perhaps, of the season I have not listened to. It was an excellent game. Was it? Tell Bucks me. That, that was late. Kansas City still? Yeah. They okay. came back and they won. They Did they? Scored three runs in the, uh, I believe it was the eighth inning and came back. and It was, yeah. Boom. I Bucks. love that. They looked really good. They really did. It was super exciting. Wait, okay. So how was your experience watching baseball? Did you? You know, I thought a lot about our guest yesterday, Alyssa Wilkinson, who's a film critic yeah. saying, I can't watch another thing. And I need to watch something that has surprises and twists and turns, right? Something that isn't scripted. That's unscripted. Yeah. And that's exactly what it was. It was very, very satisfying to sit down and kind of just go on a little journey here and to watch something that, you know, you love and you understand uh, you've got a deeper appreciation for it. I do. Cause I've been watching baseball since I was, you know, four. Sure. It was just a really, I loved it. I would highly recommend it. It made me hungry to go back to the game. I'm excited. I can't wait for us to get back to PNC Park. I agree. Yeah. And so as I'm watching that next week, I'd love to. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. I think the games are starting at 630. I know that's a problem for us. How do we get down there? You you just just don't. So anyway, on top of that, I also saw today um, a ranking of the um, worst and best major league baseball mascots. Oh, don't tell me that the parrot's up there. Worst and best. Now, 27 major league teams have mascots. Okay. There are 30 teams. Three of them said, no, we don't need a mascot. Pirate Parrot's in the mix. Uh, the Pirate Parrot, let me tell you, um, he is solidly in the middle, number 17. I'm fine Parrot. with that. Me too. He's fine. I don't think we have to excel at everything here no. in Pittsburgh. I mean, I'm for not, crying out loud. Like, right? No. I like the Parrot's nest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. They showed him in the nest last night. I like the nest. When our kids were little and the parrot would come around, they were terrified. It was like, really, it was worse than Santa Claus. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's a that's a baseball uh, update. Okay. As we always do when we get the show underway, Kath gives us a look at the daily news. So, Kath, without further ado, please the top news stories. Give us the top four at four. All righty, Dighty, for Friday, June 4th, 2021. Number one, 
FBI Director Christopher Wray said the agency was investigating about 100 different types of ransomware, many tracing back to hackers in Russia and, according to the Wall Street Journal, compared the current spate of cyber attacks with the challenge posed by the September 11th terrorist attacks. Quote, there are a lot of parallels. There's a lot of importance and a lot of focus by us on disruption and prevention, Mr. Ray said. There's a shared responsibility, not just across government agencies, but across the private sector and even the average American. Mr. Ray's comments among his first publicly since two recent ransomware attacks gripped the U.S. meat and oil and gas industries come as senior Biden administration officials have characterized ransomware as an urgent national security threat and said they are looking at ways to disrupt the criminal ecosystem that supports the booming industry. Number two. Every Belarusian journalist who Russian investigative editor Alexei Kovalev has worked with, quote, is in jail or exiled, he told CBS News. His claim is an echo of the chilling May op-ed the Russian journalist penned in The New York Times, in which Kovalev lists three leading figures in Belarus independent media that he once worked with. Now, one of them, listen to this, is detained by authorities for tax evasion, Another is sitting in pretrial detention after her website was shut down. And the third spent a 15-day stint in jail before fleeing the country. Mm. That's just the people I can name without causing any further harm to them, Kovalev said today. He warns a lawless informational black hole is developing in this small key nation that he calls a buffer between Western Europe and Russia. Human Rights Watch says authorities in Belarus have escalated repression against independent journalists in recent months, arbitrarily detaining and beating journalists and imposing prison sentences and fines on charges it says are politically motivated. Number three, overdose deaths here in Allegheny County rose 22 percent in 2020, an increase likely spurred by the stress and isolation wrought by the COVID-19 pandemic, officials said in today's trip. Across the country, 689 people were victims of fatal overdoses, and 77% of them had some amount of fentanyl in their systems. Overdose deaths in Allegheny County peaked in 2017 at over 700. A sharp drop of 41% followed in 2018, due in part to the widespread availability of the overdose-reversing drug naloxone. Well, how do you naloxone? Is that how you pronounce it, you think? Yeah. And a strong push to get it into the hands of first responders and everyday citizens. Naloxone. The Allegheny County Medical Examiner, Dr. Carl Williams, noted that overdose fatalities, though, are creeping back up to that 2017 high. He said a particularly troubling trend is the increasing appearance of methamphetamine and newer synthetic analogs of fentanyl and the benzodiazepine group of agents. And number four. Another terrific piece in the PG Today about our friend Tunch Ilkin, who announced his retirement from broadcasting yesterday at the age of 63 in order to more fully battle his diagnosis of ALS. Ron Cook, who's written so well about Tunch several other times, writes about Tunch's three kids, his five grandkids and Wolf, who, of course, has been at his side for, I don't know, about 40 years. And also touches on his work with men's ministry at the Bible Chapel and just the the graceful, winsome way he has carried himself around this city 
Society for decades. To read the testimonies of Steeler players, management, coaches, fellow broadcasters, and all of the regular Yinzers, Tunch has been nothing short of a gift to all of us in this city. As I said on Twitter today, we've all been so lucky to have him on the air for such a long, long time. We love you, Tunch. Praying for you every day. Love you, Tunch. And that's your top four. Very nice. we got a, a jam-packed show for you, as we always do, along with our Friday features as well of This or That and The Week in Review. We're going to start off next. Our first guest is Amanda Glass. Father's Day is just a couple of weeks away, and she's got a brand-new children's book, That's What Dads Are Made For. We'll talk with Amanda Glass next here, Friday edition of The Ride Home. It's first Christian Talk. We are 101.5 Word FM, WORD. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music is here on the weekend. With the best new music. New New music. New music from Ann Wilson, My Jesus. Jesus. Newsboys and Magnetic. Magnetic. And Ephesians 6 from Evie McKinney. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Brought to you in part by MGR CPA and Consultants. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Oh, my papa, to me you are so wonderful. Oh, my papa, to me you are so good. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse. I'm a little biased, but I think we five minor kids got the best dad around. Let's celebrate those special men in our lives with a Springhouse Father's Day steak fry and chicken barbecue. My brother Sam and his boys will crank up the barbecue pit outside and grill the chicken quarters and the New York strip steaks with our special Father's Day marinade. Come hungry for all the fixins to go with your steak or chicken hot off the pit. Top off the meal with a brownie or blondie, something to suit every dad's taste, or any of our other sweet creations. Of course, every dad is treated to a Springhouse ice cream cone, and we'll have live music all day, too. Visit the calves out in the play area and plan to have a memory-making day on the farm at the Springhouse in 84 PA, 724-228-3339, or springhousemarket.com. I'm Pastor Tom Hall. Did you know that First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, is the oldest anything in Pittsburgh? Older than any newspaper, school, or business. Join us Sundays in person at 1045 a.m. Hear the timeless good news of Jesus Christ. We'll be social distancing and keeping everyone safe, so let us know you're coming at fpcp.org. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at e- KExcavation.com. Want to finally own your own home? Then attend Dollar Bank's free virtual mortgages for mothers workshop. It's online this year, and all are welcome. Learn how to break the rent cycle, how to build savings and cut debt, and how to strengthen your credit to make your dream of owning a home real. Register today for Dollar Bank's free virtual mortgages for mothers home buying workshop at mortgagesformothers.com. Then join us on Saturday, June 12th at 9:30 a.m. Dollar Bank, equal housing lender. 
Father's Day is coming up, people. It's time to start thinking about it. How are you going to celebrate it? Is there going to be a gift involved? Is there going to be, a, I don't know, some kind of special outing or maybe a special book? Yes. Well, to discuss that. Um, and how are you going to help your kids do that? You know, depending on how old your kids are, maybe it's the kind of thing that you need to help them think through. Well, that's why we've invited Amanda Glass to the program today. Amanda is an author, a wife and a mom. She helps families make big changes in their mindsets through small practical steps. Her brand new book is called That's What Dads Are Made For. Amanda, welcome in. Hi, John. Hi, Kathy. How you doing? Good, Amanda. Happy that you're with us here today. You know, um, yeah, we've had, uh, yeah, thanks. Our pleasure. We've had uh, conversations with authors of children's books over the years. And I, I think, you know, children's books are, sort of get pushed aside. People think, well, I can write a children's book. I mean, how hard can it be to write a children's book? But I'll tell you, the work that you did, and that's what dads are made for, is perfect. It's really, it, it hits a nice tone and it works on a lot of different levels, which I really love. So the, the premise is that everybody has a dad. And as we grow, uh, we you know we all see our dad in different lights and how we look at our dads at uh, the age of eight is different than how we looked at our dad at 18 or 38 or older. So as you wrote, that's what dads are made for. Why don't you share with our audience uh, your dad's story? Tell us about him and what that means to you. Well, my dad was a um, a kind man. He was a hard worker. He worked really hard for our family. He was loyal. He stayed um, next to his family and friends, you know, even when they were going through tough times. He was funny. He loved putting smiles on people's faces. He was always telling jokes. Uh, just to see them smile. But, you know, I spent the majority of my life as a child and even into adulthood feeling like I wasn't deeply connected to my dad. Um, mm, okay. he, um, he just, it, our relationship was, my eyes were looking at, at areas that um, just, we, we, didn't, we weren't connected in that way. Like I was looking for words of encouragement or time spent together and that um, that just wasn't a part of our relationship. Um, and so I felt that um, growing up that we just weren't deeply connected. And so it took me until I was an adult to see things differently, and especially after he passed away, um, to understand how deeply connected we, we really were. Mm. Okay. And how does that fit in, Amanda, to your choosing to use fathers as a subject for the book? Well, after he passed away, um, it took me a few years of um, thinking about him and the grief, you know, would come and it would, it would go away and it would, it would come back. And I was kind of surprised at how, um, how hard, I guess I was hit by my dad's passing. And then it occurred to me one day that it was in these small moments that we shared that did connect us so deeply. It might not have been where my eyes were looking, but it was in moments like us playing cards on the on the living room floor whenever I was younger or when he would tuck me in tight when I was watching TV in the living room or if we would sing together in the car. You know, um, he was he was deeply connected to me in those moments, but um, it took me a while to, to learn that and to figure that out. And so I wrote the book hoping that families could help strengthen their relationships earlier in life, that the book was based on yeah. Philippians 4.8, where we uh, look to the good and we look to things that are lovely and truthful and praiseworthy. And so I, I tried to create a book that would help families 
have um, experience where the main character um, would help guide them through uh, looking for the good in their own family. And at the end of the book, they have a chance to answer some questions, personalize the book so that um, their their kids can have an opportunity to see the good earlier than you know I I was able to. I needed some help doing that when I was a kid, and I didn't have the language yeah. to use to say, you know, hey, I need some help with with our relationship. And you know, I don't think my dad knew how to ask questions either. So the the end of the book, there are some questions that will get the conversation started and make things easier for the family. Good. We're talking with Amanda Glass, her brand new work. It's a children's book. It's called That's What Dads Are Made For. If you're uh, streaming uh, us today, you can see the cover of the book. The artwork is beautiful. It's really well done. I'll hold you up there right there so you can see some more. But Amanda, uh, talk about the book um, aimed at what age group? Because, you know, it's it's verse, it's poetry, and that's beautiful as well. So uh, this is not necessarily a book for 16-year-olds, right? This, these are a younger audience. Well, the, the book is aged for um, ages three to nine. Um, it is a, a book that is in poem, and, and it has beautiful illustrations that are modern, and there's lots of diversity within the pages. Uh, in the beginning of the book, um, the main character looks and compares her dad to all the other dads that she knows. And so there are lots of different types of uh, families and, and dads represented in those early parts of the, of the book. And um, so it is, is appropriate for young, younger children, but it's also, I've been hearing stories of grown women who have been buying the book and writing in the margins, things that are uh, you know special about their dad and their relationship and giving mm. it to their dads even as adults. And, you know, I was 39 when I wrote the book and um, it was part of my own healing journey, you know, healing journey to come to a place where I could look at our relationship um, and be positive about it and feel like we were truly deeply connected. And so um, it's my hope that, uh, that people of all ages will, will read the book and feel sentiment and have some nostalgia about their own father. Yeah. Yeah. Amanda, that, you know, that's, that's really healthy. You know, I I think so often when it's mother's day or father's day or whatever, you know, you hear a lot of people who, you know, had really good relationships with their mom and dad and, you know, extol their virtues, which is all wonderful. Um, Of course, the the hardship in that is people feel left out who didn't have a good relationship with their mom or dad, um, or, you know, they suffered some sort of abuse. So there was a, you know, some sort of disconnect or, um, and those people feel like, well, on a mother's day or father's day, you know, it makes them feel even worse um, about their relationship and their family. So what I like about what you've done here is um, you're not starting from a place of perfection or, you know, hundred percent joy, and you're trying to find your way through it. Um, talk about how you can convey that to kids though, because that's a little bit of a different journey. Well, in the, the part of the story where um, the main character realizes that it's in these small moments, um, I included um, an example of just when he says hello to me at the door, no matter where he's sleeping, I can know he'll say hello to me at the door or, um, there are some special moments that are simple. Um, there's one that is very tender, filled with lots of words that um, are special um, for a daughter or a son to hear. And even though I might not have heard those words, I wanted to make sure that those pages were filled with words that would give dads a language to say. So if they go to that page and that's not something that they typically do with their son or daughter, that those that page is filled with words that they can use to to bond and to strengthen their relationship. And so no family is perfect. No father-child relationship is perfect. There is tension 
in every relationship. And so um, I brought, what I was trying to do with this book was to not only allow kids to have their eyes open to small moments that connect them, but also to allow parents to know, hey, I don't have to have this all together. I don't have to be Mm. perfect. I can start today right where we are. Right. And that's the power of it for me. That's what dads are made for, Amanda Glass, is that, Amanda, like, like a lot of good pieces of, of art, the it operates on a lot of different levels, right? I mean, there's a message for us, for adults. There's also messages for children as well as, you know, they look at their father, uh, you know, sometimes with rose-colored glasses, other times, you know, in the reality of just who we are as human beings, good, bad, sinners, and otherwise, yeah? Yeah, you know, um, I just I just feel like it's hard to get honest, and sometimes we either want to feel guilty from for our our mistakes, or um, we don't want to admit that there are weaknesses. But perfect relationships don't exist. And when we come to that, you know, when we when we meet our kids with that understanding, it's so much easier to start a conversation. You know, any child can um, benefit from having a conversation that asks questions like. What is it about our relationship that you like? What would you like to do with me? Or what would you like me to know? And why is that important to you? That's going to help any child understand that they are, you know, feel known by their dad and, and loved by him. Um, and it also gives um, the parent a, a starting place to, to move a little further and to understand where they can maybe meet some needs that they didn't even know existed. Yeah, that's great. I like that starting place. We've been talking to Amanda Glass. She's an author, wife, and a mom. Her brand new book, That's What Dads Are Made For. And where do we find it, though, Amanda? Well, you can find it on my website, um, and you can get autographed copies there with a special note. Um, That's at themadeforbooks.com, and you can also find it anywhere books are sold. Very nice. TheMadeForBooks.com. Of course, you can find it anywhere books are sold. That would include the major bookseller, Amazon. Uh, Amanda, thanks an awful lot. Really, job well done. We appreciate the conversation and uh, your foray into uh, becoming an author. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. It was fun talking to you today. Yeah, it surely was. That's what dads are made for, Amanda Glass. We'll step away. Kath, what is ahead on the road? This or that it's our weekly feature it comes up next uh it's just uh you know one of two options you can't mix them you can't combine them you can't get out of it Mm -hmm. this or that Uh, i'll quiz john he'll quiz me it's coming up next your weekend has begun This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. Well, shockingly, and with great celebration and fanfare, another year in college has come to a close. Grove City College has weathered the storm. And unlike a lot of colleges, Grove City was committed to meeting and teaching in person. Now, of course, in this COVID era, nothing was perfect. And there were illnesses and incidences. And it was a bumpy ride, but the thousands and thousands of students at Grove City College, they made it through. So with some foresight and some wisdom, Grove City continues to meet in person. 
and Kath and I had students on campus at Grove City. We're proud to say our kids are Grovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, for any parent of any college student or high school student in particular, I mean, anybody, parent of any age child over the last year and a half, boy, it has been a real challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I can speak as a parent, as John said, of, of a Grove City student. And I just think, you know, when, when things are as topsy-turvy as they have been, and there's so much uncertainty, it is really a comfort to see that there's an organization that is so well organized, so well run, and the decisions they're making, they're doing their best that they would be godly ones. And so as a parent, all I can say is it's been a great ride in spite of COVID and the semester is almost over. GCC.edu online. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Boo's 100% satisfaction guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever has been extended for a limited time. Shop and save up to $500 on top-rated mattress brands like Sealy and Sleepies. Plus, get a free adjustable base with your $6.99 mattress purchase. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word, Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app. iHeart, tune in, and at radio.com. Tonight we'll see clear to partly cloudy skies with a low of 64. Mostly sunny skies to start off the weekend tomorrow. Tomorrow's high 84. Clear skies tomorrow night, the low 62. Sunday will wrap up the weekend under mostly sunny skies. It'll be very warm with a high of 87. Monday we'll have intervals of clouds and sunshine. Couple of showers and a thunderstorm. It'll be humid with a high of 86. With your Mackie Weather Forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. It's time now for This or That. It is our weekly dive into the ridiculousness. Some people would think it's a litmus test or a psychological preview. We just think it's kind of just good fun. Here's how it works. I've got 10 things. This or that. Kath chooses one or the other. That's all. This or that. Kath, um, I'll go first, okay? All right. I'm ready. Very good. I'm excited about it. All right. I'll start off, you know, with some basic things here. Are we going to start easy and then work our way in? That's kind of the way, you know. All right. Orange juice, cranberry juice. Oh, cranberry juice. Oh. Idlewild, Kennywood. Kennywood. Hmm. Okay. Wear only tie-dye clothes for a full year. (laughs) Dye your hair bright blue. Oh, that's this not or that. fair. This is that, Ken. All right, I guess I'm wearing tie dye clothes. Oh, you look good in tie dye. Starting Monday. For a full year, okay? Okay. All right. Run in place for an hour. Operate a jackhammer for an hour. Well, I'll definitely pick run in place for an hour. I can promise you that. All right. Swim in the new clear floating pool. 10 stories uh, up in London. Nope. 
fly in a biplane in an aerial circus show. <laughs> what? This is the not fair edition of this or that. This or that? I mean, I'm not doing that pool thing. What's the biplane thing? Fly in a biplane in an aerial circus. Well, I can't. I don't have the technological capacity for that. All right. I guess I have to go to the pool and close my eyes. All right. Good. Gosh. Run with the wolves. Walk like an Egyptian. (laughs) Uh, I walk like an Egyptian, though. That's what a stupid song. I hate that song. The Grateful Dead. The Ramones. Oh, the Ramones, easily. All right. Be one of the backup singers with Sting. Uh-huh. Run sound at an Eric Clapton show. Oh, gosh. Okay, I don't want any responsibility for running sound at an Eric Clapton show because I'll mess him up. You know, I'll make him sound less than the perfect uh, musician he is, so forget it. Uh, I'll, I'd like to be a backup singer. With especially Sting. especially that guy and woman who do the tiny desk thing with him. Nice. I yeah. love that. In one sitting, eat a pound of cherries. In one sitting, eat a pound of tacos. <laughs> well, I'm afraid of a pound of of cherries after the Zachary Taylor story. I'm going taco. All right, one pound of tacos. And number 10, yelling at your kids. <laughs> Yelling at your spouse. (laughs) I'll pick, I mean, I'll pick yelling at my spouse for 500, please. (laughs) And may you not feel shame in either interaction. All right, that was my 10 this or that. All right, John, your turn. It's the uh, hot summer weekend edition of this or that. So I start here. Number one, air conditioning or window fan. I dislike a window fan. I, I do. I dislike a window fan. I'm doing the AC. Okay, fine. Uh, chilled quinoa salad, John, with black bean and mango, or bag of chips and hell of a good onion dip. I can't even say chilled quinoa salad. What? Give me the chips and the dip, please. Please. For three. Chilled quinoa salad. What? Uh, cornhole in the backyard yep. or shopping at the mall? Oh, please. Cornhole in the backyard times 10. Always. Give yourself a facial, John, or run madly through the sprinkler on the hot weekend. <laughs> Go. Get on the sprinkler. The facial. Number five. Make your own watermelon slushy or go to Rita's for Italian ice. Yowza. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to Rita's. Okay. Let's go. Get in the car, everybody. I'm buying Number six, read a book on the porch in the heat or take a scenic drive and blast your AC. Mm, yeah. Get in the car and just drive okay. around, blast okay. your AC. You're good. All right. Yeah. All right. Number seven, mm. uh, mulching your rose bushes on the hot weekend or kayaking on the Allegheny. Oh, I mean, the kayaking thing, you're going to get all sweaty. The mulching thing, I have no desire to do the mulching thing. Isn't there a third option? I guess it nope. is this or that. No, it's all this right. or that. Give me the kayak, please. Okay. Number eight, go to the pool and see some neighbors or humiliate yourself by, as an adult, sitting in a baby pool in your own backyard. <laughs> no. Don't do the baby pool in your backyard. Go to the uh, neighborhood pool and see your neighbors and say, hey. Number nine, green jello salad with bananas and Cool Whip, John, or homemade Kool-Aid popsicles. Oh, homemade Kool-Aid popsicles. Really? Yeah, yeah that's good stuff. All right. And number 10, 
laying out in a sticky plastic three-piece lawn chaise that clicks, you know, as you try to move the back up and down and sometimes yep. collapses as you desperately seek a comfortable position. Go. Or John Hall at a tanning salon. Oh, no, I'm not going to a tanning salon. Outside, let me stick to that thing. Feel good about it. This or that. WORD. You're listening now, so we know you're a fan of the radio station. I am a big fan. And we want you to know that we appreciate you. I can be your number one fan. That's why we've developed the Word FM Fan Club. It's free to join, and once you do, you can take part in exclusive surveys and contests. Yeah, I love contests. Special offers. Great giveaways. Discounts. Freebies. I'd like to win one of these contests. Become a member today. Go to wordfm.com slash fan club and sign up. We're big fans. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams, just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors. Individual and group rates available. RPTS, study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800-285-0395. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-285-0395. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly or quarterly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Boo's 100% satisfaction guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Boo's Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. It's fair to say that patriotism and Christian faith are very hot topics in today's world. And I think it's been that way probably for a couple of decades. I remember being at a congregational meeting in a church, and there was a lot of discussion about 
do we continue to have the American flag in the sanctuary? Mm-hmm. And I was surprised by the, by the vitriol, by the number of hurt feelings uh, centered around that discussion. It went on for a long time. Well, here today to talk to us about patriotism and the Christian faith is a regular guest on our show, Dr. Richard Mile. Dr. Mile is professor of faith and public life at Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena, California. He is the author of new, numerous books, and uh, his latest one, which is uh, really interesting, Restless Faith, Holding Evangelical Beliefs in a World of Contested Labels. And Richard, friend, welcome back. How are you today? Hey, good to, good to be with both of you. And, uh, you know, we can talk about patriotism, but gee, after you talked about the fight in your congregation, I'm not sure I want to get into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've been there, Richard. I'm sure you yeah. felt some, uh, some heat yeah. uh, sooner or yeah. later, right? Yeah. You know, that whole question of flags in church is a very interesting one because, you know, if you went to, say, Gambia, and they had just become a, an independent nation, you know, post-colonial rule, and they had their flag in church, you probably wouldn't be all that offended by it, you know? I mean, these are people who are struggling to understand what it means to be a new nation. But there's something about our American flag, I think, that that really generates a lot of passion on both sides of the issue. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I tend to think, you know, I mean, a lot of these big churches today, you know, have what they call campuses. And uh, very Christian evangelical-type schools will have a flag at the football field or in the gymnasium, uh, they typically would not have it in the chapel. And, uh, you know, a lot of churches have flags in their gymnasiums or in their fellowship halls. Mm -hmm. But there's something about having it in the place of worship that I think is a sensitive issue. Uh, Where patriotism, incidentally, comes from Father Pater, you know. And, and I'm convinced that the love of country is a lot like a love of your own family. You know, I love my parents more than any other parents uh, because they're my parents. And I want to say I love America more than I love any other nation. Yes. But uh, that doesn't mean I, I, I can't be critical of it. And, you know, I said that once to a group and a woman came up afterward very upset. And she said, you know, I'm, I lived in an abusive family situation, you know. And when you say we have to, it's a good thing to love our parents. Are you encouraging that kind of a uncritical acceptance of abuse? You know, well, no, of course not. You know? So there are dysfunctional nations as well as healthy ones. Yeah. I was in Germany a couple summers ago, Richard, and um, I was in a lot of really terrific churches. I was there for a little more than two weeks, and um, I didn't see a single German flag in a sanctuary and you can, you know, based on what we know about, you know, the history of, you know, the last hundred years in Germany, you can see why. Yeah. Yeah. Kathy, you know, one of the big problems, and, and this is a real problem on a, on a very practical level. I, I know a pastor who's just deeply offended by the fact that there's a flag in his sanctuary. It was there before he got there. Okay. And it will be there before, you know, after, yeah, after he, leaves. he leaves, right? It's going to outlast and, him. And and so I, he said, you know, what can I do? And I said, you know, you want to lose your job over it? Okay, take a stand and, you know, you'll be a martyr and all the rest. But, 
maybe on Memorial Day, and these are the weekends, you know, Memorial Day, Fourth of July, you know, um, on 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 one of those Sundays uh, when the flag, people even you know carry it in, you know, in a procession or the military uniforms, that you, you should preach on it and just say, hey, look at this flag here. What does that mean to you? You know, I love the American flag. I love my country. But we're here for the worship of the true God who demands our absolute loyalty in a way that a nation, you know, never should. And and use it as a teaching tool rather than simply being angry about it, you know. And uh, if and and there are things that I think we need to teach about patriotism and about flags and about Memorial Day and and all the rest uh, that can be very very helpful and and in many ways ought not to be controversial. Yeah. Yeah, I wish that were so, Richard. We live in an, an age though where. I mean, it feels as though everything is controversial. I mean, yeah. uh, I'm like you. I, I'm a patriot, and I love my country because this country is all I know. And, of course, if you're fortunate enough to travel, as Kath said, oh my when gosh. you go around the world and you see Listen. other countries, you think, God bless America. I am thrilled to be here. Yeah. But- Listen, I have to say again, I was just shocked, Richard. It was so when I was in Germany, I was there with a, a, a group of young uh, high school age girls from America. And so we were meeting with a lot of high school aged girls from Germany. Every single girl I talked to, first of all, was dying to come to America. But the second thing is they talked about the land of the free and the home of the brave hmm. very seriously yeah like it was it was an important thing that they understood and that's why they wanted you know it's one of the reasons why they wanted to come and i you know we get cynical here and maybe we take our um we take our nation for granted we take the the things that we stand for for granted that's not the case when you travel oh that's right and you know that rhetoric is interesting you know land of the freedom like i this pastor that i know complains too about you know the the, the music people will put uh, America the Beautiful. <laughs> they'll, have, they'll sing that on, say, Fourth of July weekend, you know. Oh, at church. Said, oh, you know, why don't you take a line out of that? Just say, you know, we sang that stirring song today. God, mend thine every flaw, America. Isn't that a wonderful oh, yeah. thing to pray, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And And I really think that a lot of the things that are controversial can be turned into teaching moments. But the problem is we never talk about that stuff in church. You know, uh, <laughs> people don't preach about what, what does the flag mean? What does it mean to honor the flag? Uh, Peter says in his first epistle, we are to honor those in authority over us, you know, but we are to fear the Lord. Those are two very different things, you know, Interesting. We're supposed to honor those who are in authority over us, but we're supposed to fear the Lord. Yeah. And and then he, he, if you look in the first Peter 2, there's a wonderful verse there where he just says four things. Honor the emperor, honor all human beings. So the same verb, you know, for Russians and for, you know, Zambians and all the rest. And then he says, and fear the Lord. And love the church, agape love, a very intense kind of love, you know. And fearing the Lord and loving the church, that's our true identity because we're a holy nation. That's what Peter says in the the chapter before. We're a nation scattered among the nations of the earth. And and our true identity is in 
the body of Jesus Christ, but we're also placed in nations that we have to take seriously, that we have to honor. We're talking with Dr. Richard Mao from Fuller Theological Seminary on how to be a patriotic Christian. So, Richard, uh, this conversation, of course, uh, for a lot of people is, is fraught with emotion, but when you think about how to be a patriotic Christian, those two things, even though in some ways diametrically opposed, they can be in synchronicity with each other. They should be, and it's the church's, are you saying it is the church's necessary need to preach and teach about this? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we, we, you know, we, we, we need to be instructed more about how we relate to the nation in which we are citizens, you know, of which we're citizens. And uh, it's not telling people how to vote or telling them what parties you belong to or anything, but it's, it's saying, you know, when you go into the voting booth, Jesus is your King. (laughs) Jesus is your Lord. And he cares about how you vote. And, and, you know, so there are issues out there. And you can begin with some of the ones that we all ought to agree on. Questions about, uh, you know, stewardship, uh, Mm -hmm. caring for the land. Uh, And you don't have to be a a fanatic about any of this stuff, but just to uh, take seriously how little children are treated, the budgets for our schools. You know, these are important issues to to the Lord. And... uh, and, and I think a lot of it ha- has to happen in, uh, oh, like Tuesday night discussion groups, you know, or adult Sunday school classes. Uh, I'm not, not sure a, a pastor can do an awful lot in a 20-minute sermon every week, but the pastor can make it clear that God cares about these things and that uh, we need to be talking, arguing with each other. I think it's good to argue with each other about these things. Mm-hmm calling each other names or stereotyping or, you know, and I think if the, when you, when you do it during an election campaign, you know, everything you say is really so how you're going to vote or how you want other people to vote. So we need to find those safe places where we can just talk about stuff without the pressure of, uh, you know, political yeah. pressure of who's, who's yeah, going to no win. Kidding. Would that be uh, existing uh, in bounty, those safe spaces, Richard, that people can speak their mind without uh, retribution or fear or anger or resentment or all those things? And we're coming out of a a very fraught time. Hopefully a peace will prevail as people gather and they can speak their peace, especially within the church, right? I mean, not us, then who? Like if we can't talk to each other. Then we have no right to lecture lecture the larger American culture and how mean they are, right? No, that's right. That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, Richard, and, so and I do think that coming back together, you know, we've been we've been quarantined. We we haven't been seeing each other, and I, I think people miss being together. <laughs> and it may yeah. be that we can think about new ways of being together. You know, mm-hmm. like getting together on Tuesday nights and just talking about how we how we watch the news and what influences us when we watch the news. Not getting into big arguments about Fox versus. CNN, but just about how do we get our information? How do our children get their information? You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I think these are the more basic questions. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. 
Richard, you've been joining us now uh, for a long time from California. And uh, as the uh, pandemic has gone on, we've checked in. Now, uh, we know that uh, both you and your wife have been shot up uh, for several months. Uh, what do you think? How soon will you go to Dodger Stadium and sit and watch a game? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hoping that can happen soon. But actually, uh, next uh, Thursday, we're going to fly to Chicago, our first what? plane trip in a year and a half because our grandson is getting married in uh, oh, right suburban Chicago. And I'm actually officiating at it. So. Oh, um, that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Uh, but I got to tell you, I, I used to fly so much, you know, I do 120,000 miles a year or so. And uh, boy, thinking about getting on a plane is kind of scary. I mean, just. It's so different. Uh, not used to it, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. I, let me encourage you, Richard. I was uh, I recently flew out to South Dakota, so I've been on five airplanes in the last week, and there was it was easy peasy. It was as smooth as silk. So, oh, uh, despite all the you know the news media you hear about it, it was a good experience for me. Did you fly into Sioux Falls? Uh, I know I flew into Aberdeen. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Oh, great. Hey, that's good. Yeah, it's not it's not a huge metropolis, but there is an airport. So we were yeah. glad that John was able to be deposited safely yeah. there. Richard. Aberdeen, South Dakota, not Aberdeen, Scotland. There is a right, it's different. Yeah. Richard, we love you. Uh, yeah, he didn't need one. No. Uh, Richard, it's been so good to talk to you. So good to hear that you're able to get on a plane and go see your grandson's wedding and be the officiant and do all that. Um, thank God that you guys have gotten through COVID well, and uh, we're just really happy for you. Hey, great to talk to you. And given our topic, I want to say God bless America. So Amen. God bless America indeed. Thank you, Richard. Always Thanks. a great pleasure. Wonderful to hear your voice, my friend. Someday we'll see each other face to face. Let us take a break. When we come back, uh, the we FBI. Could, we, could, we could meet him in Chicago. We could crash the wedding. <laughs> the FBI director compares ransomware to 9-11. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. The ride home here on Pittsburgh's Christian Talk Word FM. November 4th, Drusky Entertainment proudly presents Crowder Live in Concert. The Milk and Honey Tour, 8 p.m. November 4th at the Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland. Tickets on sale now at druskyentertainment.com. Crowder Live this November at the Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland. A Drusky Entertainment event. Well, by now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's really a great, very comfortable pillow. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. Now, for a limited time, my pillow is offering the premium my pillows for the lowest price ever. You can get a queen size premium my pillow for $29.98. They are regularly $69.98. It's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. All MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets, or call 800 800- Three nine one zero nine five four. Use promo code word or right now mypillow.com. Mypillow.com. 
When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. What are dads made for? asking myself the same question. Author Amanda Glass, creator of the Made For book series, helps kids and dads answer that question. That's what Dads Are Made For is more than just a fun book with cute pictures. It's one that creates conversations that build meaningful connections. This Father's Day, help your kids connect with Dad as they discover together... Oh, that's what Dads Are Made For. For kids three and up, just $9.99 when you order now at themadeforbooks.com. Learning has definitely changed these days. What hasn't changed is the unwavering support parents received from their local Christian school. Many were quick to adapt to the new normal with remote classes taught by caring teachers who pray for students and their families every day. With many schools offering half-price tuition for first-time enrollees like Eden Christian Academy in the North Hills, it's a great time to consider Christian education. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com tuitions. gasoline production and delivery then it was our meat supply well the fbi has finally spoken out about this today fbi director christopher ray said that the fbi was investigating about a hundred different types of ransomware many tracing back to hackers in russia and uh, director ray has compared the current spate of cyber attacks with a challenge posed by the united states on september 11th 2001, of course, the terrorist attacks. Quote, there are a lot of parallels. There's a lot of importance and a lot of focus by us on disruption and prevention. There is a shared responsibility, not just across government agencies, but across the private sector and even the average American. Now, the FBI director's comments, uh, the first since the two ransomware attacks gripped the U.S. meat and oil industries. And as the Biden administration officials have characterized ransomware as an urgent national security threat, they're looking for ways to disrupt the criminal ecosystem that supports the booming industry. Each of the 100 different malicious software variants are responsible for multiple ransomware attacks in the United States, says Director Ray. I hate I mean, that is such a gutless crime. Ugh. It's just, it's, it's so, so I'm unbelievably destructive. And I just, I don't know, any of you listening have been involved. Maybe it was your company or maybe it was your own uh, personal life or you know your church or whatever. When you've been hacked like that, it's, it's just really hard to take. It's really, because it it's, it's so really intimate. It's so personal. Yeah. And then you, you know, multiply that onto a national or an international yeah. stage. I mean, that disrupts a lot of people's lives, costs a lot of money. It's really crushing. So I don't know. I don't know how you we're in the early days of this, you know, mm-hmm. brighter what this, what this battle is going to look like. Right. To figure this out, to uh, make this defensive measure against these crooks, these thieves. You yeah. Know? Holy smokes. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, really dangerous stuff. But um, hopefully uh, soon and very soon they figure it out. 
You know, one thing that has, that I, I notice all the time, it's just a continual source of frustration to me. It's just how, you know, I sound like I'm a really old person complaining and I might hey. be, um, but it's funny how whenever there's any issue related to, you know, say you've got something wrong with your email or you've got something wrong with your electric bill or yep. there's something wrong with, you know, there's a wrong uh, number uh, figure on your mortgage or whatever it is. It is your problem to fix. Oh, yeah, sure. There's nobody. Remember the old days when you'd call somebody and they say, can I speak to somebody in customer support? Sure. You know what I mean? Now it's like oh. you, you have to put hours and hours and hours of your personal time aside every single week to work out stuff that two decades ago, I think when my parents were doing this, it was, you know, they were able to rely on someone at a company to do it for them. Yeah. Or there was a hard copy of it and you could see yes. it and then work yeah, your way. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. you kind of go, where is that? It doesn't mean anything. It's all sort of ethereal. It's a lot of work. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com. In the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Labor Department releases a so-so jobs report for May. Employers added 559,000 jobs last month up from the anemic gains in April, but still only modest gains. The employment numbers seem to be further evidence that many companies are still struggling to find enough workers, even as the unemployment rate dropped to 5.8%. That's correspondent Ken Lorman. PNC Financial Services Group Chief Economist Gus Fauché says there were big gains in leisure and hospitality jobs. People are spending their stimulus checks. They're starting to travel again. They're starting to go out to, to dinner again. Um, you know, we did see some weakness in other parts of the economy. We saw a decline in construction employment despite the strong uh, housing market. Stocks remain higher now. The Dow up 172 points. The Nasdaq 200 points higher. This is SRN News. I have two dogs, Sam and Bailey. Both are golden retrievers. Poor Sam, he was a mess. Always itching. His paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking. He had bald spots on his back. I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. It's amazing stuff. Since Bailey has been 12 weeks old, he's been a Dynavite dog and he has zero issues today. He won't eat his food without Dynavite. When I get out the Dynavite, my dogs actually salivate, like I'm getting them a treat. They drool over it. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at oozebugstoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Boo's 100% satisfaction guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. 
Are you a registered nurse looking to grow your career with a Bachelor of Science in Nursing? With our 100% online RN to BSN program tailored for the working professional, Waynesburg University has a program to fit your needs and your schedule. Classes rotate every eight weeks, and our affordable RN to BSN program is just $400 per credit. Registered nurses can complete their BSN in 12 to 16 months. To learn more, visit waynesburg.edu. Applications are still being accepted. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It It was was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could Could I I have have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. Tonight we'll see clear to partly cloudy skies with a low of 64. Mostly sunny skies to start off the weekend tomorrow. Tomorrow's high 84. Clear skies tomorrow night, the low 62. Sunday will wrap up the weekend under mostly sunny skies. It'll be very warm with a high of 87. Monday we'll have intervals of clouds and sunshine. Couple of showers of the thunderstorm. It'll be humid with a high of 86. With your Mackie Weather Forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for being with us here today, the Friday edition of The Ride Home. Greatly enjoyed our five, 4 o'clock hour and 5 o'clock. We've got much more ahead. Uh, Kathy, it, uh, what time is it, please? It is time for me to tell you, John. Tell us. Your weekend has begun. Ah, yes. It's five minutes past the five mm-hmm. o'clock hour on a gorgeous Friday afternoon. Truly, I mean, I would say at least in this corner of the world, all is right and well. It's June 4th. It feels like summer finally, doesn't it? Oh not? my gosh. Yes. I was thinking that when the show's over, I will, will be depositing myself out on my front porch and pretty much not moving. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I say on nights like this? Uh, when I've had a really busy week, I say to my family, you all will be stunned. I mean, literally stunned at my level of inactivity mm-hmm. yeah. from this point forward. So what are you saying? Uh, you're not making dinner? Nope. No, tonight's uh, takeout. Takeout night. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, there's nothing like a summer night, right? A Friday night. I feel good about yeah, it. It feels very, very good. Mm-hmm. All right. So listen, uh, we're going back to the studios. We've been away for a long hiatus, along I think with most of America. So we're going to go back to the office what are we going to wear? The rules this about what to wear to problem. the office, mm-hmm. it's changed, right? At least uh, that's what they're telling us. Retailers, workers, employees trying to figure out what will world, what will we wear in a world where it's the traditional dress code. Maybe we'll never come back. 
Um, I'm, I'm reading an article on, in the Wall Street Journal. Mattress maker Vicosoft is relaxing its dress code. Check this out. Uh, they're in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. They have been told uh, instead of the button-down shirts and slacks that were wor- the, worn the norm before the pandemic, mm-hmm. staffers can now wear at this company joggers, leggings, and sweatshirts. Oh, I told them okay. no pajamas, uh-huh. said Chief Executive Gabriel Duggan. Mm-hmm. And so it looks like after more than a year of working from home, retailers are trying to anticipate what employees will be wearing to the office. Okay, so this is John's way of breaking it to us, Gary. This is what he's going to be wearing on Monday. Joggers, leggings, and what was the other thing? Joggers, leggings, and sweatshirts. Yeah, that's okay. That's going to be the John Hall fashion choice from this point on. (laughs) Now, look, I I don't have a pair of leggings. I don't know what joggers are. And I do have a couple of sweatshirts, but it's too hot believe I believe joggers are just like sweats. Oh, they are? I think I, I don't know for a fact, but I'm Joggers. assuming they would be. All right. Um, I mean, sometimes I wear sweatpants in the winter time, but certainly not now, right? Be a little too hot in our unair conditioned houses to be walking so around in sweat. How about the uh, you know the stretchy yoga pants? Would you uh, do you wear those in public? Um, I wear those in public if I'm like exercising somewhere, or if I mean I would wear them in public if I'm wearing something long over them. Yeah, You know, some are dressier than others, you know, so it kind of depends. I hate to get like deep into the like women's fashion aisle, but yeah, uh, you know, some of them look like that you should be working out in them and some of them are a little, you know, dressier yeah. that would, you know, go with something, but I'm not wearing them in the summer. Yeah. Okay. Now I've seen it's photos. very hot that, in my house. I'm, too, not, too wearing, I'm not wearing leggings. I've seen photos of guys wearing a traditional suit, but underneath the suit coat is a hoodie. I hate that. That doesn't make any sense. I that looks that's what? Come on. Yeah. That is so, that is trying so mm. hard to be cool that you look, you know, idiotic. Come on. Right. Now, I do have to say I, I have uh, broken this um this fashion rule for many times. I, I do wear sandals to the office. Right? Um Gary, do you want to make a comment on this or is now not the best time? Sandals? I mean, now our own oh, Kenny Woods I've often mocks me. I mean, yeah, Gary, say, did Gary just say I've life, never owned a pair? I've never, oh, I've never had one on. You've never uh-huh. worn sandals? No, absolutely not. I would never consider wearing sandals. I <laughs> love, he's so certain about it. That's awesome. They're so ugly. Well, People's we- feet are unattractive, well, they especially are. The sandals, men's feet. I'm not wearing the sandals where you can see my feet. They're, I mean, you know, they're, they're what, Birkenstocks with socks on? No, I'm not, I won't wear socks. <laughs> You'll see. You'll see. And Kenny Woods has commented on my sandals, and I, I think they're fine. They, they look fine. Okay. Not, He's commented in a good way or a bad way? Well, you know Kenny. Okay. <laughs> both ways, right? Mm-hmm. You know Kenny. He's a sweetheart, but boy, he's got a rapier wit. Uh, oh, yeah. He's, he's, just, he's waiting for does. you. Okay, well, let me say this. Last night, I wandered into my closet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wandered in. I did to try to figure out what I might wear on Monday Mm -hmm. uh, back at the station because uh, it's a whole different climate. I mean, my big problem, I mean, I've, you know, we're on video every day, so we're, we have to, you know, be relatively, you know, in good shape with what what we're wearing, but I can't wear, you know, I'm wearing shorts right now because I don't have, I live in an unair conditioned house. Well, I'm going to be freezing I'm not wearing shorts to work. It's, you know, going to be 65, going to be 15 degrees, 20 degrees colder. So I wandered in thinking, what exactly am I going to wear? Like I've lost track of my work wardrobe on the bottom half. Mm -hmm. 
The first top half, I'm good with. Bottom half, not sure. You don't can't know. see it on camera. Doesn't matter. Exactly. No, exactly. 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 Right. Yeah. So uh-huh. that's the beauty of radio and now in the new foray into video as well. So, you know. I mean, good, most right? people who work in TV wear shorts. I know that, right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. um, but again, at TV studio is pretty hot. I don't, anyway, I'm, I'm a little unsure as to exactly what Monday is going to look like. Right. Well, it'll sort of be the mullet version of the ride home, right? Party in the back, business up front. <laughs> That's what's oh, going gosh. on. That's all we're saying. Uh, <laughs> so we take it. a break. We'll step away. Listen, uh, in a few minutes, Dr. Tracy Conti will join us from UPMC. This is Vaccine Awareness National Day of Action. And Dr. Conti will talk to us about the, the importance of vaccinations. That's straight ahead. The Friday edition of The Ride Home here. Pittsburgh's Christian Talk, Word FM. All right. Uh, listen, uh, Kath, we know that you, I think it was last year, the first year that you missed going down to the uh, farm sure at Springhouse yep. Yep. and hanging out with the cows and doing the uh, cow milking contest. I mean, I hang out with Marsha first and then the cows, you know, are kind of a secondary option. Right. But you've also got an <laughs> erstwhile opponent who uh, uh, every year annually just ransacks you, doesn't he? He, Pat, he's rough. Yeah. I'll be honest. Actually, he's like the super kindest man in the whole world and lets me win. he can milk a cow like nobody's business. Anyway, but June is dairy month. And uh, so as we kind of leave the glories of early summer behind and kind of get into the real thing, Marsha, tell us what we can expect. Hey, Marsh. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. Well, I just thought this is National June Dairy Month and people might not know it. And they might not have a dairy farmer that they know and love. And I just want to tell them that if they're listening, they do. They can love the spring house. <laughs> so we thought this would be a great time to say, come on down to the farm and, and get milk. But you know where that milk comes from, our dairy, right here on our own dairy farm. My brother Sam is in charge of the farm, and he and his boys um, milk the cows. And he has great fellows that work with him, too. We milk the cows twice a day, 530 in the morning and 430 at night, milking 130 cows. And they are happy cows because we know that because they make great milk and they get to go out to pasture every night in the cool of the evening. And um, a couple months ago, we put them out for the first time for the spring. And, you know, you could just imagine those big 1400 pound cows with those big udders swinging as they're wee haw through the fields. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's quite a picture there, Marcia. <laughs> now, listen, I'm telling you, if you've never indulged in the Springhouse chocolate milk, oh it is gosh. an ultimate game changer. The first time I drank it, I was like, what nectar of the gods has entered into my mouth? It is unbelievable, Marcia. <laughs> You're right. Every once in a while, like, I really do try to stay away from it because it is just amazing. Oh. Oh. But every once in a while, get this little tiny cup and swig it like it's something you know what. Yeah. <laughs> illegal. illegal <laughs> Absolutely <right>? illegal. <laughs> yes. But it is really oh. good. And our milk is really good, too. Like, we have people literally tell us that they have tried other people's milk, and they can't. They'll actually pour, pour other people's milk into our jugs, and their kids will be like, this isn't Springhouse milk. Something's <laughs> wrong with this milk. <laughs> All right. There's so the point special. is try it for yourself if you haven't yet. More information, springhousemarket.com. Thanks, Marsha. Thanks, Marsh. Fabulous. Thanks. Good stuff. 101.5 WORD. Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, Word FM goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside a radio. We're now everywhere you are, and you carry us around in your pocket. We're ubiquitous.
Fridays. There's an app for that, right? On TuneIn, on iHeart, on our own app, on wordfm.com. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. On your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 101.5 WORD. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office choose from 100 vinyl commercial aluminum wood and composite and how would you like to never clean your gutters again for a limited time get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement offer valid through june 30th all with 12 months no interest no processing fee and backed by the best warranty in the industry schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windows that is windows We want everybody to have a level of comfort knowing that they're in a safe environment, that they're in a caring environment, and that their health and well-being is our top priority. At Stock Family Dentistry, exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. We are constantly screening both ourselves and patients. I want my patients to know that we are there for them. When they are ready, we are here. You're going to be safe. You're going to be well cared for. On Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. It's Vaccine Awareness National Day of Action, and I've taken some action. I know John's taken some action. Boom. Uh, But we thought we would turn to a a clinical professional to talk about what the vaccine effort looks like here in America right now. I got good news today that vaccinations in the northeastern part of the United States lead the nation. So I think we should all feel pretty good about that, right? Um, So as we delve more deeply into this, we've invited Dr. Tracy Conti to be with us. Dr. Conti is Executive Vice Chair of Family Medicine at the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine, Program Director of the Family Medicine Residency Program at UPMC McKeesport. She's a practicing family medicine physician and one of the region's leading voices on health disparities. Dr. Conti, welcome in. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, happy that you're here. It's our pleasure, Dr. Conti. Now, I, I really appreciate you being on the front lines of where we've been these last 15 months or so. But now, even as the vaccine is rolling out and people have pulled up their sleeve and said, give me that shot and then give me the second shot, there are still a percentage of people who say, I am not going to take that vaccine because I believe it is unsafe. What do you say to people who talk about that? Is COVID vaccine 19 safe? Absolutely. And I think it's an important question and we still need to continue to address it. Um, Currently in the United States, there are three vaccines, Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. All three vaccines have been studied um, extensively and found to be safe and effective in preventing severe COVID-19. I think what we want to make sure people realize is that we continue to study these vaccines. And that's even evident from the pause we had in April for the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. There was an issue with certain blood clots. The FDA and the CDC recognized that, put a pause on it so they can investigate it more. Um, And then once it was deemed safe, 
we could resume vaccination. And so we continue to look at all these vaccines. We continue to monitor their safety, but they are safe. And more importantly, they are effective in preventing death and serious illness from COVID-19. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, Dr. Conti, isn't it easy for all of us, you know, to complain about our own country, to see our own faults, our own shortcomings, blah, blah, blah. But I'm telling you, when you compare where the U.S. is vaccine wise with where Europe is or a ton of other countries on the globe, I mean, we're just so grateful for the incredible effort of so many people to cause this to happen. Yes, there has been a tremendous amount of work in trying to ensure that everybody has access to this vaccine from doing large mass vaccination clinics to -to door-to-door efforts. And this is something that we're going to have to continue to do, even more so for those that are a little bit hesitant. We're really going to have to have uh, heart-to-heart conversations and get to the reasons behind the hesitancy, be it side effects or myths, and really address those in order to continue to see our rates. Our goal is to get this country to 70% vaccinations. We're not quite there. Um, We know once we get to that level, the amount of circulating virus decreases to safe enough numbers that we can feel relatively comfortable that we can start really decreasing some of the mitigation efforts that are in place. Okay. Now, Dr. Connie, you've heard this, right? I mean, I've had friends who'd said this to me. I'm not going to live in fear. I'm I'm a healthy person and I made it through this so-called pandemic. So I don't need that vaccine or, uh, you know, I've already had COVID. So I've got immunity in there. So I'm not taking the shot either way. So you get it from both sides. Yeah. Um, So again, going, making sure that we're addressing those issues, the whole fear, we should not be living in fear. We were not given that fear to fear. However, we have to use the knowledge that's around us. And we know that even healthy people are dying from COVID. Um, If you have chronic illness or if you're elderly, are you more susceptible to this disease? Absolutely. But we have seen children who are healthy, have to be hospitalized, have to be intubated. We have seen young adults have serious illness. Um, And just because you're healthy, that is not a guarantee that if you get COVID, that it will be mild. Um, These vaccines are really developed to prevent anyone, whether you're young or old, from getting that serious illness. We know that it's so important to continue um, pushing that message that even if you've had COVID, that natural immunity only lasts for a certain amount of time. Um, And then you really should get vaccinated because you can get COVID again. Mm. Right. But I mean, getting it the first time is bad enough. The second round, I mean, who wants it? We're talking to Dr. Tracy Conti, Executive Vice Chair of Family Medicine at the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine. It's Vaccine Awareness National Day of Action. And speaking, Dr. Conti, of amount of time, um, talk about what we know so far uh, from research, through research purposes, um, of how long these vaccines that we've taken, those of us who've already had it, will last. Yes, again, we continue to study the vaccine and study the length of immunity that it provides. We know for sure that at a minimum, there's six months. Most researchers feel that this vaccine will be effective on a yearly 
schedule, similar to the flu vaccine. However, we're not at that year point quite yet. And so it could be longer. Um, that research, that study is no different than some other vaccines that we've had in the past. For example, the tetanus pertussis, we usually give that as a childhood vaccine. And then we recognize that the tetanus portion of it, the immunity wore off. And so as adults, you get the tetanus vaccine every 10 years. What we found out later is that adults were getting the pertussis or the whooping cough. Um, and we found that we needed to then give a booster of that pertussis portion of the vaccine. So it's very similar to COVID. As time goes on, we will know how often and for how long we need to give those booster vaccinations. Okay. See, that's good. Okay. So, uh, Dr. Conti, um, when I got my first shot, I went up to uh, the Peterson Event Center. That's, uh, you know, on campus mm-hmm. at the University of Pittsburgh. And it was a great event. I mean, there were the place was packed. What was cool about it? was but everybody was in this i mean like massive celebratory mode i mean the people who worked there they were hooting and hollering and it was come on down and i mean there was applause there were cheers you could just feel the palpable relief as people went forward and got that shot i mean it just was it was a great party atmosphere so now of course the spigot is open right and you can get these mm-hmm. vaccines a lot of different places so talk about that i mean i again i know people i've got a good friend who's going I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. But it's so easy to get because it's it's virtually everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, you still have some of those mass vaccination events that occur. Um, and then there are smaller events that occur in communities. I work for the University of Pittsburgh and UPMC, and we've done targeted events to ensure that each community is served, whether that be a group of 200 or a group of 20. Um, There are availability in your local pharmacies. And now we're also seeing more vaccine availability in the physician offices. And that's typically where patients get their vaccines. And so it's important that we recognize that as a great tool to get vaccinations out. There are programs out there for our homebound patients that you can get vaccines. And so the vaccines are there. They are available. We just encourage you to go out and get yours. Mm. All right. Okay. Well, so one ancillary question for you before you leave us, Dr. Conti, um, you being a family medicine professional, I, I read so many articles about people who've put off general health maintenance, um, testing, et cetera, because of COVID. And so what, what's your recommendation for people who maybe, I don't know, haven't gotten a mammogram or never got the colonoscopy they were supposed to get, or never followed through on the recommendation from their primary care physician? Absolutely. Take the time to schedule that appointment today if you can. Um, Preventive medicine is the key for us staying healthy. And even in the midst of COVID, when our case rates were up, those types of testing were still available. There are safety protocols put in place to ensure the reduced risk of exposure to COVID. And as more vaccines nation occur and people are more vaccinated, we still continue those safety protocols to ensure that everybody can come and seek care. So schedule your mammogram, schedule your colonoscopy, go in for your yearly physical so you can speak to your doctor about potential risks that you may not even know. Get your blood pressure checked. Um, So important for us to do all of these things to live a good, healthy life. 
Very good. We've been talking with Dr. Tracy Conti on Vaccine Awareness National Day of Action. Dr. Conti is Executive Vice Chair of Family Medicine at the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine, Program Director of the Family Medicine Residency Program at UPMC McKeesport, also a practicing family medicine physician and one of the region's leading voices on health disparities. And Dr. Conti, really, uh, on behalf of Kath and myself and all of our listening audience, we thank you for everybody who's been on the front lines, gutting it out these Mm -hmm. many, many months in very dangerous, perilous situations. We are grateful for your service. So thank you so very, very much. Well, thank you. Again, I really appreciate being here and being able to help get this message out. It's so important. That's good. That's Dr. Tracy Conti, Executive Vice Chair of Family Medicine at the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine. We need to take a break. When we come back, we're talking travel. Uh, Whether whether you're going by boat or you're going by train or you're going by plane, there's lots of news coming out of COVID. That's next on the Ride Home. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. Well, by now, you all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's really a great, very comfortable pillow. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. Now, for a limited time, my pillow is offering the premium my pillows for the lowest price ever. You can get a queen size premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. They are regularly sixty nine ninety eight. It's a forty dollars savings. Kings are only five dollars more. All MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets, or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Or right now, MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Why Doing It Right Roofing, Siding, and Remodeling? As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Want it done right? Call Doing It Right. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax relief they have an a-plus rating with the better business bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible don't mess with the irs for tax help you need for tax help you can trust call optima now for a free consultation call 800-965-1433 800-965-1433 800-965-1433 
Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, tune in, and on Radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Tonight we'll see clear to partly cloudy skies with a low of 64. Mostly sunny skies to start off the weekend tomorrow. Tomorrow's high 84. Clear skies tomorrow night, the low 62. Sunday will wrap up the weekend under mostly sunny skies. It'll be very warm with a high of 87. Monday we'll have intervals of clouds and sunshine. Couple of showers and a thunderstorm. It'll be humid with a high of 86. With your Mackie Weather Forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. watching um, the classic film North by Northwest a couple of days ago and there's a, a long wow. scene on a train where uh, Cary Grant is on a train and it's just a, a really fascinating they're sitting, he's sitting and uh, he meets a woman and they sit in the dining car and have this sort of you know, very witty repartee back and forth. Right. And you know, meanwhile the dining car, the people are eating and drinking and it, it just looks fabulous I mean, or how about in white christmas oh when right. the dining cart and snows right you know it looks very cosmopolitan and it's not it's not well when's the last time you're in the dining car well for a long time the dining car was you know banished i mean i remember you know taking the train from pittsburgh to new york and back again you'd be lucky to get a soda and a bag of chips mm-hmm. right but here's good news. Amtrak is bringing back the traditional dining experience to some long-distance really? trains later this month, promising an improved experience with made-to-order plates. The passenger railroad last year switched to pre-packaged meals, so it's like you know, a box lunch right. on long-haul, long-haul routes that travel west of Chicago and New Orleans amid low ridership and efforts to keep passengers and employees at a minimum during the pandemic. But... Uh, Amtrak says it has no plans to return to the white tablecloth service, but the company has said that on some trains, New Orleans, Chicago, they are looking to improve, finally, the train experience to sit in the dining car and enjoy yourself a nice meal and a drink. Wow. Uh, I'd love to do that. Wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah. I just, I, you know, if you go to one of these, like, you know, like the gourmet trains, you know, there was a train, I'm not sure if it's still in operation now, but for years you could get on it in Washington, DC, and it would take 10 days, I think, to go down to New Orleans. And at each stop, the chef would go get food that really? was native to that particular area wow, that's cool. of wherever you were, you know, whether you were in, you know, West Virginia or what well, you would be West you would Virginia or Maryland or the Carolinas or, yeah. you know, Georgia, wherever it was, Mississippi. And then, so it was like a to- completely tricked out dining experience. Nice. Now it was also, I don't know, for 10 days, it was something like, you know, $15,000. Right. So it's not accessible for the average yinzer. No, no, but the problem with Amtrak is that you as a passenger on a passenger train, you're held captive to the freight line because Amtrak mm-hmm. is subservient to the freight schedule. So a freight train is coming through. You have to pull off the main track, wait for the freight line to go by. Then you get back on again. So your train, I mean, even oh, years ago, it's never on time. It double, triple sometimes, you know, certainly an airplane. And, you know, the other option is, you know, you drive yourself or, heaven forbid, you take the bus. I mean, 
I mean, I, have you done the uh, what's the what's the bus? The uh, mega bus. Mega bus. Have you done? Sure the have. Bus? I sure have. Where have you gone? Uh, New York City. No dining cars on a mega bus. <laughs> right. Uh, no, there's no. Is dining it stinky? Car. Uh it's well. I hate to say this, but you're going to know what I mean. It depends on who you're on there with. Well, it's just the mass of humanity, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I spent a lot of time on Greyhound buses when too. I was in college and the years after. The mega bus is no worse than a Greyhound bus, okay, and there's no right. cigarette smoking on there. Right. What I like about the mega bus is that there are two levels. So you right. can either sit on the top level or the bottom level. Yeah. So, I've not seen mega buses lately. I wonder if they're still are they still operating? I don't know. I mean, know. did COVID kill the mega bus? You would I don't see know. Around town. Here's the other problem with the Megabus. And but this is why you have such low fares is that where you're getting on and where you're getting off is nowhere close to where you want to be. What do you mean? In any city. What do you mean? There's no bus stop? No. No bus no. station? No. What? No, there's no stations or stops. Just there's a just curb? it's just a curb. There's no there's no there's nothing if it's pouring down rain there's nothing for you to wait under. Really? If it's if there's a snowstorm, there's nothing for you to huddle inside of. No, there's nothing. Huh. I mean, where they leave you off in New York City. <laughs> I mean, it is crazy town. They don't let you, you really... off at the bus station on 42nd Street. No, no. Really? No, the reason, the way that the Megabus has saved so much money is that they don't contribute. They don't have any connection with any, any, any bus station or any right, right. edifice of any kind. Well... I don't know. The next time I travel to New York City, which I would hope to do sometime in the fall, I'd love to go back and see a show just to walk around the city again, you know, have an experience. I don't mind driving, but I always kind of feel like I'm sort of cheating in a way. I, that's just, you know, because I live there all the time and yeah, it's different take the train there, and whatnot or, you know, but it, it, it's certainly much. However, to drive in the New York City and then to what are you going to do with your, your car? car? Oh, my gosh. You know what you park, pay to park every day oh, in oh my New York gosh. City? It's a lot of cash. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I got to tell you, I'd love to take the train. I got to tell you, especially for someone who lived there and you knowing your way around, you know, taking the mega bus is a great thing because you're going to know where you are. Right. You're going to know how to get it's for someone like me. Who's just not that familiar with where New, New I? York. I took it. I took the mega bus twice um, to New York city. It's just, it's a, you just have to <laughs> hoof it and you're thinking you're knowing where you're going and That's of course i went twice and it was winter and it was cold as uh -huh. i'll get out yeah and uh we waited 90 minutes for the mega bus to pick us up uh the second time was there it was, late uh-huh uh-huh okay yep but right. i think it cost me 12 dollars. i mean how, how, you smokes. can't really complain you cannot complain you kidding me yeah all right well i'd like to get on the train and have myself a, a nice meal and you know ride in comfort but okay. that's unreliable as well so the only thing that's reliable is you jumping in your car such is life okay shall we take a quick break sounds good when we come back it is time for the week in review mm. what was everyone talking about this week conversations that made us think good stuff that we ate good stuff that we watched and a couple meaningful things too that's next in the right home WORD. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New, new, new music. Be all right. New music from Evan Kraft. Everything will be all right. Look what you've done from Tasha Layton. Look what you've done. And Sunday morning feeling from Apollo LTD. Yeah, 
the best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Liberty is God's idea. And if the church doesn't proclaim it, we lose it. Can America survive without faith in God? In the groundbreaking documentary, America, America, God Shed His Grace on Thee, producer-actor Nick Searcy explores the role of faith in America, from our founding fathers to today's most notable conservative voices. We've got to reclaim three key institutions, the media, public schools, pop culture. It's uh, good versus evil, and in a greater sense, our battle is not political, it's spiritual. Our legacy of faith became America's legacy of freedom by returning to our religious roots we can restore the soul of our nation. Make America America your next family movie night. This country is worth fighting for. Liberty is worth fighting for. Don't miss America America. God shed his grace on thee. Available now at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at oozebugstoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly or quarterly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Boo's 100% satisfaction guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financial and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement offer valid through June 30th. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That is windowsaroundspittsburgh.com It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Well, I would say this, uh, at least from my perspective, amidst all the rancor of Black Lives Matter and critical race theory and reparations and mostly peaceful protests and all that, when you hear the story uh, that we talked about this week, and I think a lot of people talked about it, of what happened in Tulsa 100 years ago this week, I mean, that's shocking. So it's irrefutable. And I, I just go, holy smokes. I mean, there's the story. I believe that everybody was taught, at least from my perspective, everybody was talking about that. Whether it was the first time they heard it, surprised to hear about it, there was a story, in no pun intended, in black and white. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I think everyone was talking about was the lab leak in Wuhan. Is that how we ended up with COVID-19? Um, was it, uh, uh, you know, something that was engineered? Is it something that was just a, you know, a mishap that went wrong? And why is it that we discounted that theory so vociferously a whole year ago? What was a conversation that made you think? We talked with Eugene Park earlier this week. It was a Wednesday, I believe. And he talked about prayer is activism. Mm -hmm. 
which I love that conversation. You know, we have this, of course, you know this, if you're a believer, you've got this incredible tool at our disposal, right? The greatest force in the universe, prayer. Prayer is activism. So how we pray, what we choose to pray for, that conversation with the Lord of the universe, the greatest thing we have, prayer is activism. It was a great reminder. It encouraged me deeper in my daily prayer life. Yeah. Well, I had a hard time picking. I, I always have a hard time picking, but this week was really hard. I'm going to go with a conversation on Tuesday at 435 about um, the Tulsa race massacre with Dr. Todd Allen. Uh, it was interesting, uh, Todd being a, a professor at uh, Messiah University and uh, being a black man in America, he learned about the Tulsa massacre. So, you know, he never remembers a time when he didn't didn't know about it. And I didn't hear about it until I was in my 40s. So it was just kind of interesting to hear, um, to, you know, see the conversation unfold between the three of us and just how differently, you know, people in America look at our historical events that shaped us. What did you watch? What did we watch? Mm. Uh, I saw this really uh, interesting movie. It's a Russian film called Elena. Oh, okay. And it tells the story about a, an older couple. And he, the, the, the man, was a doctor. And he was in a hospital a few years earlier and not married at the time and was cared for by a nurse. And his nurse is the namesake, Elena. And so they come together and they marry late in life. Now, she goes from situation where she you knows she's working middle class to all of a sudden she's elevated in the cultural circles uh, in Russian society and finds herself, you know, in beautiful surroundings. At the same time, though, because they're older, they're an older couple, they both have spouses, you know, um, her husband died, his wife died. So she's got children who are still living in not the best of situations. And what does that look like as she leaves Russian cultural elite circles, this beautiful high rise, and then she goes and lives or goes and visits her children in the slums and this back and forth. I won't give it away. There's something that happens that is really remarkable in the story. But to look at an outsider perspective, Russian society, this film, Elena, it was well worth a viewing. Jeff? That sounds good. Um I just, you know, discovered a banjo player in the last seven days. Bella that, Fleck? Yeah. Well, actually, it's his wife, Abigail yeah. Washburn. Now, Bela Fleck, as you, you said just now, prop, one of the greatest living banjo players that at least we know of. Um, certainly he, multi-Grammy uh, award winner. But I did not know about Abigail Washburn, his wife. Hmm. Have you ever heard her, John? No, I have not. She will knock you out. Really? I mean, it's banjo. absolutely, uh, she's from Illinois and um, they play together. They've released two albums, uh, just banjo and voice, hmm. but to the, the best way to put your toe in is to watch the tiny desk performance that they did for NPR. Really? I mean, it takes 12 minutes of time and it is so really? unbelievable. So look, check out tiny desk. I mean, check out any tiny desk because it's just it's one of my very favorite things to do um, is watch one of those. But particular, check out Bela Fleck and Abigail Washburn. Very nice. What hacked you off? Listen, this is pretty inside. So for people who don't follow like the intricacies of of theology and denomination, 
and inside, you know, church living uh, here in America, this might not mean anything to you, but uh, Russell Moore has been the head of the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission for the Southern Baptist Church for I don't know how long, I don't know, maybe four or five years, maybe a little longer than that. And um, the Religion News Service just a couple of days ago released a letter that he wrote to the trustees of the um, ERLC before his departure uh, to Christianity Today for his new position. And it's very long. And again, if you're not interested in the inside workings of denominations and how decisions are made, this isn't going to be of interest to you. But if you are, um, it is really worth a read. It's very long and it's very involved. And I just got to say that the absurdity of how he, I understand people disagreeing. There are a lot of things in life to disagree about right now, but the manner in which he was disagreed with, it just, it's, it's so sad. It's tragic. And it really hacks me off that denominations are like this and that people who call themselves by the name of Jesus treat each other this way. Uh, What hacked me off? ALS. Um, When you see someone like Tunch, and you see him as a vital, big, strong man who's just, I mean, he's got the world on a string. And then you see ALS come into a person's body and what that does. I mean, the fallenness of who we are as people, right? And the invitation of disease and death into our lives, right? Because of that. It just hacks you off. It just hacks you off. Sin and death and disease and what awaits us all in some way. But uh, God bless Tunch. That just, it stunned me and it just makes you angry. What was the best news you heard this week? Well, after 14, 15 months, something like that, John and I are going back to the studio on Monday. Boom. So I think, John, you and I have been in the same room physically together, maybe one time. I think it was actually outside yeah. in all of this time. Uh, thank all the people who've done such a terrific job producing the show, um, Mike Duffy and now Gary, who've allowed this to happen and for Zoom for being such a really reliable platform that Heck we've yeah, been man. able to continue the show and continue doing video and all that in this year and a half. But it's coming to an end. So Monday, we'll be breathing the same air. That's back in studio. Best news for me. Best news for me is look outside. It's June 4th. We talk about this. I talk about this. I think about it all the time, right? Spring, summer, it's coming. It's here. It is finally, finally here. So you walk outside, you got a pair of shorts on, you got a t-shirt, you're feeling good. This is a perfect time for me. So that's what, uh, that's the best news this week. It's June 4th. And in closing, you two have anything meaningful for us? Well, I was just really touched by all the heartfelt tributes that came in uh, in regard to Tunch's announcement of his retirement yesterday and just hearing from hearing from athletes and coaches, people who work for the Steelers, people who uh, work for work in broadcasting all across the city, people that have been in the booth with him uh, all this time, people that played on the offensive line with him, people that were begging him to become a coach yeah. um, from, you know, from that to the guys who were the recipient of his unbelievable um, wisdom at the Bible chapel when he took over men's ministry there. Uh, Tunch, we love you. And um, like, I, 
you don't, he's just a person you don't hear a bad thing about. You really don't. And this is from people who are from every different line of work, all sorts of different economic classes, all sorts of different colors and ethnic background. And Tunj is universally loved. And, um, and so it's been really meaningful to see that this week. And so for anyone out there who knows Tunj, I hope you're praying for him. Like we are Um, Tunj, if you're listening, you know, we love you. We're behind you 100% and um, just looking for the goodness of God in your life. I'm into that. I was, uh, I've been in John this past week and uh, in these weird times where you think what's, what's really going on. This is John eight thirty one uh, to 33. So Jesus said to the Jews who believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. What are we trusting in? Right. Everything that's out there in this world, we grab onto, we trust in the truth of Jesus Christ. That's the only thing that really matters. That's all. And that's John and Kathy's Week in Review. November 4th, Drusky Entertainment proudly presents Crowder Live in Concert. The Milk and Honey Tour, 8 p.m. November 4th at the Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland. Tickets on sale now at druskyentertainment.com. Crowder, live this November at the Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland, a Drusky Entertainment event. Well, by now, you all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's really a great, very comfortable pillow. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. Now, for a limited time, MyPillow is offering the premium MyPillows for the lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98. They are regularly $69.98. It's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. All MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets, or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Or right now, MyPillow. MyPillow.com. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Booze 100% Satisfaction Guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Whether it's offering curbside or next-day delivery for online orders on over 160,000 parts or getting involved in their local communities, when it comes to serving you, Napa's Motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. 
When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. Are you a teacher looking to grow your career? Waynesburg University offers a Master of Education with multiple areas of concentration as well as certification in special education. Classes start every semester. Financial aid is available. Visit waynesburg.edu. talking about the the road right the transportation the places to go whether it's the amtrak train or the mega bus or greyhound or whatnot well i saw this this is super cool uh it's a historic moment in aviation it is the first true order of supersonic planes since the 1970s supersonic is back in a big way because this week united airlines announced the purchase of 15 planes from Denver-based Boom Supersonic with the option of purchasing an additional 35 aircrafts. The deal comes as airlines, which saw passengers, of course, plummet amid the pandemic, have experienced a recent resurgence. So while other airlines have placed pre-orders for supersonic jets, United Airlines is the first to place an order with an upfront financial commitment. Um... Uh, United did not disclose the financial terms, but Boom officials said the aircraft is priced at $200 million, which would make the initial order of 15 planes worth about $3 billion for a startup. How about that? Holy cow. Okay, so how fast is this going to get us from New York to London? Uh, flying at mock speed of one point, mock speed of 1.7, about twice the speed of today's fastest commercial jetliners. That would mean a flight between New York and London would take about three and a half hours instead of the current six and a half hours. The jets would offer all business class seats, 65 to 85 uh, passengers with service beginning not until 2029. Oh, okay. So that's going to be a while. All right. So why was, why didn't the Concorde last? Was it, it was too expensive to run, right? Well, the, the, um, the need for the Concorde had fallen, right? And then there was, um, um, you know, after uh, September 11, 2001, air travel plummeted, mm, but then there was okay. a, a fatal 2000 crash of the Concorde outside of Paris that killed 113 people. And so, you know, those two things, security concerns, less people traveling, the uh, crash of the Concorde, it was older technology, even though it was sleek and beautiful for decades, but the Concorde had, had gone away. So since 2001, really, there hasn't been any supersonic flights. The Concorde went away. Now it's going to come back in 2029. Wow. You know, I have no recollection of the, of the accident, the Concorde oh, really? accident. Yeah. I don't recall that. Yeah. I mean, the weird thing is, you know, air travel is so incredibly safe nowadays. It is. Thank goodness. It is as rare as hen's teeth to see, uh, hear about a crash. But that was one of the last larger crashes where multiple lives were lost. What's the longest flight you've ever had, John? You've ever taken? <laughs> uh, I've been on, uh, well, I flew to Bolivia uh, from New York to Bolivia, to La Paz. That was a long, long flight. You I, forget I for- how long North and South America are, right? 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. That flight went on. But that forever. couldn't be as long as you get to Africa. That was pretty long as well. I mean, I've, I remember, you know, not one direct flight, but I've been on planes like I'm going from, you know, Ethiopia back to Pittsburgh, where you're on a plane. For, it feels like a day and a half. Right. Right. One airport to another, to another, to another. I, I was like on. That. Listen, I, I my last flight. Well, it wasn't my last flight, but my, my last trip, I was on a plane for 18 straight hours. That is time. so long that's a miracle is what that isn't is. it how, it's how a miracle. is that possible that- the plane is up in the sky and hundreds and hundreds of people are you know are going to the bathroom they're eating they're sleeping they're drinking they're, they're living their lives 18 hours and doesn't what it fascinate world. you how they just assume ownership over your existence and they, they have to they decide when the lights are up and when they're down and when you're eating and when you're sleeping and you, you just kind of you surrender. just nod and say thank you you do hey thank you for being with us have a great weekend we'll see you monday god willing The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.